Hey, I'm Dave. And a fun fact about me is that I'm Kate's producer for The Daily Dollop. Kate's taken a well-earned break this week, so we thought we'd go back into the archives and reheat some of the most downloaded episodes over the last year. So enjoy The Daily Dollop Reheated. of the Daily Dollop, we're going to be talking about why we crave sweet foods when we're stressed, the lie of diet industry that says that you just need more willpower to overcome it, and I'm going to talk you through some tips on how you can start to manage your emotional eating and start to make some progress. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the Daily Dollop. My name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and founder of the Healthy Eating Hub. Fun fact about me is I hate cauliflower. It is so gross from the devil. When I was about 12, 15, 10, I don't even remember, but I made a deal with my mum that if I ate the cauliflower now, I'd never have to eat it again. I made that deal. Cauliflower is out of my life for good. Um, although I don't let that prejudice flow on into my nutrition advice as the proper professional that I am. So moving on to today's show, craving sweet foods when you're stressed. I want to say that we're in unprecedented times. 2020 has been a year we will never forget. For many of us, a year of hell, a year of highs, a year of lows, a year of uncertainty, so much stress and if there's any message that we've been receiving here at the Healthy Eating Hub, it's that how can I manage my stress? I just feel like I want to eat all the time and it's really impacting my weight loss or my health goals. What can I do about it? Um, and it's, a, yeah, it can be a really big problem. And I think, you know, we're feeling extra stressed at the moment, which is potentially leading to uh, eating habits spiraling out of control and I think it's also important to note right from the beginning that you do actually have a different decision-making ability when you're stressed um, and you can't avoid being stressed like we're not always as perky as my ponytail is right now um, sometimes we feel low and you know if you're feeling extra stressed and you've really noticed that um, overflow to your eating habits or if emotional eating has been something that you've struggled with your whole life this episode is for you, but I, I want to just preface everything that I'm about to say with the fact that there is no quick fix to this. I am not going to give you some amazing fandangled advice that you just, and you're, you're fixed. If I did have that kind of advice, it would be a million dollars. Just joking, but there's nothing like that out there that you can do. But there are a number of things that you can do around your routine um, around your mindset that can start just getting you on a healthier path. So I want to just talk about just the problem with craving sweet foods in general because they're actually at the base level there is no problem with feeling sad, tired, emotional or stressed and then wanting to eat something yummy. It's a completely normal response. I reckon it probably originates from our childhood I don't really know that you might need to ask a psychologist and if you are a psychologist watching, please 
drop me a comment, I'd love to know. But I'd say it arises from our childhood, but we know for, from research that when we eat particularly sweet foods that we get a release of chemicals called neurotransmitters into our brain, things like serotonin and dopamine, they make us feel good. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to eat something yummy when you feel sad. And I think that right there is where you have to actually stop and go, I am not a bad, terrible person for wanting to eat something because I'm stressed. I think half the problem with stress eating and emotional eating is that it comes along with a lot of guilt and shame and that just actually compounds and makes people often feel worse about themselves. And trust me, you are not going to make positive change to your eating habits if you're coming from a place of worthlessness or shame or self-disgust. Stop that right now. You are not a terrible person. So just know that the behavior in and of itself, it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I think what happens is, is it sometimes starts to spiral out of control and it's being out of control that we don't like. And, and so if you're feeling like, okay, this is starting to impact my health or maybe I'm starting to put on weight or this is the main reason why I can't lose weight, then maybe it's time to start thinking about finding other coping mechanisms for your stress because there are a number of other things that you can do. But let's talk about some of the, the woo out there, the nutrition woo that we're really good at calling out here at The Daily Dollop. And that is that in order to stop eating something that you need to make a rule about it. It's actually a really inferior way to approach your eating habits. So say you eat chocolate when you feel stressed, so you make a rule like no chocolate, it's not in my house, I'm not eating chocolate, chocolate is off limits. And we think that by making the rule, it's therefore gonna help us achieve the outcome which is not eating chocolate. Whereas in fact, it often does the complete opposite and we find ourselves <laughs> rebelling against the rule and eating all the chocolate. And what we end up doing is delaying the restriction until another day. Because deep down, you actually want to eat the chocolate because it makes you feel good and that's okay. But what we do is we're like, oh, I'll just eat the chocolate now and I'll, I'll enforce the rule tomorrow. That makes you feel good. You don't feel as in conflict with yourself because you're allowing yourself to partake, but you're still being like the rule is still there. I'm just going to start the rule tomorrow. But then, of course, tomorrow becomes today. And right now, in the moment, you don't want to not eat chocolate. You want to eat it. So the, the restriction gets delayed. And what we end up doing is doing a cycle of, I'll just eat now and I'll delay my restriction until tomorrow, only to find that that continually happens. Tomorrow never comes. We're always delaying restriction to another point and feeling completely frustrated. And having more willpower and trying harder is actually not the answer. And it's unfortunate that the diet industry, particularly, you know, ones that promote getting shredded and lean, that require really drastic eating patterns to achieve that, they use these character traits to describe people who have success on these programs disciplined, They're, they use perseverance, like these really deep character traits that we all really admire in one another. They, we put them on this pedestal that, that if you can achieve this lean physique or you can overcome this desire to eat chocolate, that, that you are a motivated, disciplined, very strong-willed, high-character person. When it, It's just bull crap. Seriously, it is. It's a lie that you need more willpower to handle 
um, not eating chocolate. You need to be smart about it. And at, if that gets us um, to the point where we're starting to feel um, like worthless and like we're no good, then definitely you need to, to ditch that mindset that you, you just need to try harder. So here's what you can do to help yourself manage your sweet cravings. The first thing is you need to do is that you need to remember that you're an adult. I'm an adult, you're an adult. You can eat whatever you want. There are no rules. Take the rules away. You're an adult, start to take responsibility for your food choices. You can eat the chocolate, you cannot eat the chocolate. Take the rules away. Give yourself freedom to genuinely make a choice and then start to take responsibility for your choices. So the first step is to then, once you've removed the rules, is to start to actually do some awareness exercises about whether or not you actually want to eat that food or not. Sometimes when we're really stressed and we just grab food, particularly if it's there in front of us or in our house, you find yourself, you're like, and then you're like halfway through and you think, I don't even know why I'm eating this. I don't even want to eat this or I'm not enjoying this. And we've just grabbed it. I'm sorry if that was a bad visual. But um, <laughs> we, we find ourselves just sort of knee-jerk reaction to grabbing the food. And so once you've taken the rules away, the first step is to just pause and just do a little check-in. Is this really what I feel like? Am I hungry right now? What is it that I'm actually feeling is chocolate going to help me right now? Do I genuinely feel like eating that? Could something else help me better? A walk or a glass of water, etc. Whatever you decide, whether you eat the chocolate or not eat the chocolate, is completely irrelevant. The point is, is that you gave yourself a moment to pause, check in, think about what you really needed and then made a choice accordingly. Sometimes you'll choose the chocolate. I've had plenty of times in my life where I've come home from a super crappy day where I've been really stressed and awful and, and actually opened the cupboard and been like, I'm going to emotional eat right now and rummage through finding something. And often just acknowledging the fact that that's what I want to do makes me stop and think, actually, is that what I want to do? And sometimes I think, yeah, and I make myself, I end up having a little piece of chocolate and I slowly and mindfully eat it and then move on. Or other times I'm like, actually, that's not what I want. I need to go and like yell at someone. No, don't do that either. <laughs> I need to go for a walk or I need to go and do something else that's good for me. Um, the, the main thing is, is that you're stopping and thinking about what it is that you truly need and doing some genuine self-care. So we've got removing the rules. We want to pause and reflect and actually think about what we need. The next step is if you do choose to eat whatever food, whether the chocolate or it's chips or it's your next meal, is that you want to start to practice mindful eating. So mindful eating can encompass a wide range of different activities and behaviours that we can't go into detail in this session, but it's about genuinely being in the moment while you're eating. If you're eating something while you're busy doing another activity, you're often not paying attention and you just keep popping the food into your mouth until it's gone. You know when you are eating something like a biscuit or chocolate and then you go on the couch and it's not there but and you don't remember eating the last mouthful and you have no closure. It's so sad. But that's because we weren't being mindful, we weren't paying attention while we were eating it. 
mindful eating, bringing ourselves to our present and really enjoying our food in that moment actually helps us sort of register that 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 experience happened and helps us then move on from it. So there's the three things that I want you to do um, moving forward. If you're feeling, starting to feel stressed is take the rules away. I want you to pause and reflect about what you really need to take care of yourself. If you do choose something to eat, I want you to eat it really, really mindfully and enjoy the heck out of that chocolate because it's delicious. Um, and if you are keen to find out more about the health benefits of dark chocolate, definitely check out a podcast called Thinking Nutrition, Dr. Tim Crow. He's my nutrition idol. He's very awesome. One of his recent podcasts is on that. But thank you for tuning into the Daily Dollop today. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Um, subscribe. Give me a like or five. That'd be excellent. And we'll see you later. Bye.